Well, Brian, it's great to be with you again uh, on this very sombre occasion. Uh, one of our great friends, uh, one of the great friends of the world, one of the the dynamos of society, one of the springest chickens we ever met in our life has passed. And here we are at Balmoral Castle. Yes. Uh, we've been here for a number of days now yeah. at Lizzie's request. We came over and we spent the last couple of days with her before she went on to be with the Duke. Yeah. Uh, those days I won't forget ever in my life, Brian. No. Uh, Liz was, uh, she was happy, she was drunk most of the time. Yeah. Uh, she was very touchy-feely. Yeah. Uh, we, we did our duty, as we always do when it comes to the royals. Uh, whatever she asked for, we did. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of nudity. She said she yep. wanted to see us in the nude for one of the very last times. Yes. And we obliged. Of course, we did. Yep. We uh, we got a little lubricant out. We rubbed ourselves up. Uh, she said, "Now I want to see you in the uh, downward dog position on top of each other," uh, which we always do for her. Yep. She took lots of photos. Uh, she said she wanted to show Phil when she caught up with him, which she will yep. shortly. Now, we love being around Lizzie Bryan now. You know, we cuddled up to her a lot. Um, we smoked a lot of cigars together uh, and drank a lot of uh, very, very expensive scotch. Yes. Because we're in Scotland. Yeah. And uh, here we are still. Yes, indeed, Brian. Uh, friends of our podcast will know that we've spent a long, long time being a part of, uh, well, you wouldn't call it the inner circle. It's like the... Um, the secret circle, yes. as it were. She had a lot of official duties and official uh, mm. business that she had to attend to all the time. And the only way that she could really uh, relieve these tensions that she had mm. was uh, getting down and dirty with the brines. Yes. Uh, yes. Phil was, uh, he was not a, a, a great uh, fan of us dropping by. He was in the early days, mm. um, but uh, I think he felt a little bit um, pushed aside whenever we were around there, Brian, and yes. many... Uh, our many excursions over there mm. in the old Buck Palace. We used to run around naked after midnight and get up to all sorts of shenanigans. Yes. Uh, and uh, Phil, once he became rather flaccid, he mm. uh, he could no longer partake in the nude romps that we used to have around the palace. And he got a yes. bit jaded. And I think that's where some of the fiddling with Andrew came on board and how he went down that rabbit hole. Mm. Yes. Uh, it was, uh, they were great times, uh, but obviously we were uh, her favourite male company for um, a long time. She had a, a, a very um, uh, interesting life. Yes. She loved spending time with the horses. Yeah. Uh, she loved spending time shooting. Yeah. She loved a lot of time just lying around with the corgis. Mm -hmm. She spent a little bit of time with the children, but she spent a fair bit of time over the last uh, 60 years or so with the Bryans. Yes. Uh, we're going to catalogue it. There's a book coming out. It's going to be called Liz and the Bryans. Uh, it's obviously a, uh, a masterpiece in the making. Yes. It's going to be a tell-all. Uh, yep. We're going to tell it all. Yep. And uh, we've had the royal seal of approval from uh, Liz. And, and Charlie's gone on and to say he's going to write the preface. Yeah. Now, I don't know what a preface is, Brian, but apparently he just comes in and puts a big stamp on the front and he goes, there you go, boys, 
off you go and make some money. Now, I love that in the bloody Royal Brian. If they say to me, you want to make some money, and they give us the, uh, the, 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 the approval, uh, I'm in. I'm in for sure, Brian. Oh, me too, Brian. It'll be interesting to see how old Charlie goes. Uh, he, he really uh, was very suspicious when he saw us. We never actually spoke to him much. No. He really didn't know what our capacity was. Uh, Liz kept it all a bit hush-hush, yeah. and uh, that was to keep suspicion down. Mm. But the only way she could let her hair down, as it were, was to get away from all that silliness. Yeah. Uh, and I think old Charlie, uh, whilst being... Uh, asked to write the preface is a really good thing. Um, we must remember that he actually can't write. No. Can't read. No. Can't spell. No. And I think he's going to have a bit of a bugger of a time as uh, king. Uh, that's why he can talk so well. He can talk underwater. Yeah. Um, absolute nonsense. He makes less sense than a politician. Mm. Uh, and that's hard to believe. Yeah. But that's his stance. He uh, is a very good conversationalist. And uh, that's seen him through. But uh, yeah. as far as writing the preface, well, I'm not really sure. I think we need a ghostwriter in there for, uh, for, 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 for to make the book uh, sensible. Uh, I think you're right there, Brian. He's got a few ghostwriters. He's even got a couple of goats that write. Yeah. Now, Brian, I believe that one of the things that uh, came out of Lizzie in our last conversations with her was uh, the fact that um, she talked about happiness. Yes. And uh, she was looking you deeply into your eyes and I, I think she was going back to those days when officially we were supposed to be with MI5 but really yeah. we were just there to give uh, Lizzie a bit of shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, it was the only way we could get on the uh, payroll. Uh, we didn't mind. We didn't know. We didn't mind what we were called. No. But the reality was was that if she was up for a bit of fun and games, yeah. uh, particularly drinking games, she loved the drinking games, didn't she, Brian? Oh, she did. Uh, yeah. You know that Buck Palace. Every room there was a bar. Yep. Uh, that we built a couple of them for her, gratis. We we'd do anything for Liz. Yeah. If she said to us, uh, "Right, hey, Brian's, let's go out and shoot some cattle." Yep. We'd go. How many machine guns do you want, yeah. Liz? And she'd say, "No, no." Oh, I don't believe in machine guns, you boys. I, I want to go back to the old 303 yeah. that my grandpa handed down to me yeah. when I was a child. Yes. Now, she had a uh, good stash of uh, the old full metal jacket bullets. We just popped in a couple of the old uh, hollow points in there every now and again. Yeah. So when she'd shoot a grouse or a duck or something, it'd explode. Yes. Just as a bit of fun. She'd laugh. Yeah. She'd go, you boys have been filling around my bullets again, haven't you? <laughs> We'd go, oh, no, Lizzie. Oh, gee, she'd have a laugh. And then she, the dogs would go, the corgi would go and pick up this mutilated mess. And she'd go, how am I going to cook that up for you now? And we'd just roll around. And, oh, geez, it was great days, Brian. It was. It was brilliant. That reminds me of the very, very first time we, uh, we laid eyes on the mm. royal couple. It was yeah. a long time ago we were just young boisterous men yeah. and uh, we were down on a farm yeah warwick farm it was yeah and we got a call from someone and it turned out to be right. bob menzies yeah. uh, right hand yeah. man bruce and it came out of nowhere we weren't expecting it so we, we we were just a fresh out of the asylum at that time and we got this call i i, I can remember vaguely, it was a long time ago, that uh, there was uh, this well-to-do couple that yes. had arrived in Australia and uh, they were going to be very, very busy and they really wanted some downtime mm. to get away from things. And uh, Bruce knew us through some very dodgy people 
and I think uh, they just wanted to get the Royals down on the farm. Yeah. So uh, they turned up. Oh, we didn't know who they were. We had no capacity for understanding the, the, the routine. No. You know, all the royal kerfuffle. Mm. No idea about that. We just treated them as a normal bloke and Sheila. Yeah. And we took them around the farm, took them roo shooting, and they took to it like ducks to water. I do. I don't think Lizzie had really handled much heavy artillery by that stage, and you couldn't really call the Duke's tackle heavy duty. No. It was rather small and yes. wasted, uh, even back then. Uh, he tried his best. He got some children out of the end of his knob uh, over the years, but they really took to the shooting. They did. They loved oh, it. Yeah. Uh, I remember that uh, Lizzie loved shooting the uh, back legs off the kangaroos oh, yeah. uh, to see him bouncing around on the ground. Uh, she she really got into that in the end, didn't she, Brian? She did, Brian. She uh, she was a trooper. She she was a good shot too, like crack shot. Oh, 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 oh. She never used a scope. No. She always had the uh, little thingy at the end of the bloody tube on the uh, rifle. And she just lined it up and bang. Yeah. Uh, she tended to use uh, the old shotgun when it came to ruse. She'd love to just smash them up because she didn't think that was something you could eat. Uh, I tend to tend to agree. Ruse are good to shoot, but you feed them to the dogs. Yeah. Unless you're really hungry. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing with uh, Liz. She she was a uh, a real good carnivore, Brian. You know, if there was something that was uh, yeah. going to be uh, shot. Uh, she'd want to eat it. Yeah. I know we weren't there at the time, but she went to India just to shoot some elephants. Under the impression from um, one of the Sherpas that uh, took her up to Mount Everest one time that the elephants were tasty. And she said, oh, well, I'd have to shoot one of them and eat it. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, she figured out the hard way that um, elephants aren't for eating, Brian. No. They're for um, getting ivory. Yes. And so she had a nice little uh, pen and pencil set made up uh, out of ivory. Uh, and I think she's still got it. I know she was thinking about giving it to you when she died. Yeah. Uh, I presume you've actually collected that uh, without anyone knowing. But uh, that's that's what we do when we uh, we travel. We uh, we tend to get mementos, and uh, when they were out in Australia, on yes. Jake and Liz, uh, we took them to where uh, their son was going to uh, end up at Timbertop. Uh, old Charlie, he came out here uh, a number of years after '54. And uh, he spent some time there getting groomed. Uh, he uh, was shown how to turn into a man. Uh, he, he was shown how to yes. uh, mount his pubic hair. And he, and he was shown how to wipe his date properly. He always had a lot of problems. Well, Duke, yes. he had to get down there one day and just show him, this is how you wipe your ass, son. Yeah. And Charles gone, oh, yeah, yeah. that feels bloody good. Yeah. And then it was Andrew actually behind him. Yeah. And it's like, this is how it all started, Brian. Yeah. Well, we've heard all the goss over the years, what Andrew got up to. Yes. You know, if somebody's ass was pointing at him, he'd just go over and fondle it. Oh, yeah. Whether it was a bloody dog yeah. or a bloody porpoise or a bloody grave digger. Yeah. It didn't matter to bloody Andrew. No. But anyway, I digress. No, that's why they ended up with so many of those corgis is that he used to go through them like nobody's business. Mm. He was really a, a demon when it came to the old corgi back-end business. Uh, he was basically molested by a corgi in the cot yes. when he was very young, uh, and he just loved it. He did love it. They're very sick little animals, as the corgis, and that suited Andrew uh, yeah. right down to the team mm. now. 
one of Lizzie's last requests. Uh, it, it, it pertains to these proclivities of uh, Andrews. Hmm. Lizzie wanted to stress uh, in the most certain terms that uh, we, yeah. you and me, the Brines, do not let that that utter freak anywhere near her corpse. She was afraid. She was very afraid of her corpse being interfered with. Yep. And we said, don't you worry about that, Liz. We've got you covered. Yes. We, he won't be anywhere near here. We'll yes. keep him distracted. We'll bring over some uh, 12-year-old lady boys in the making. Yeah. And that'll keep Andrew away from the coffin uh, and away from your private parts as they shrivel and wither like the very monarchy itself after the demise of such a bastion of international empire and insanity. That's right. Uh, you had such a calming influence on Liz. She was really concerned about that. We were sitting in the, um, the pantry uh, just eating some chips with her and uh, she just opened a bottle of vodka and said, um, I've got this problem, Brian. And she was looking you deep into your eyes and then, she talked softly about Andrew and his problems and you consoled her and you cuddled her, you nuzzled up to her and you said, we'll sort it out, love, don't worry about it, we got this bloke covered. And she just died right there and then. She just realised that life was over because the Brines were going to look after her, even in death. Yes. And we're, we're, we're happy to uh, yeah. drag her out of the pantry and put her in bed again. Uh, we had breakfast yes. in bed with her for a last time. We did. We did. And uh, I, 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 you, know, you and I have had lots of breakfasts with corpses over the years, Brian. Yes, yes. But this was special. It was very, very special. And after the wheat mix, uh, we noshed down on some fine bacon and eggs. And then uh, after we washed it down with masses of tea. Yeah. And uh, a bit of Pims. Uh, then it was left to me to uh, fulfil Lizzie's final request. One last romp in the hay. She just wanted this lingering sensation there. She didn't believe in the afterlife. She thought it was just fun and games when you're alive and then you're just like a dead lump of meat when you're finished. Uh, but just in case, she wanted to go uh, uh, with a smile on her face. She did. And there's no other greater way uh, to shuffle off this mortal coil than with uh, yeah. a close friend uh, embedded deep with inside you. And that's the way she wanted to be left. And uh, she was smiling in that deep repose uh, when I was making my final journey with Liz into ecstasy. Uh, Brian, I uh, I must admit I did vacate the room prior to that, so I can't. And, and I must say, Brian, I do commend you on your uh, sterling ethics, morals, and slight embarrassment. Uh, you know, you're a solemn uh, and a passionate person, and that was Lizzie's uh, wish. Yes. And I believe she deserved that. I take my hat off to you. I really do. Now, now, I must say that uh, 
Lizzie told me that uh, I was able to share the video with you uh, after she's uh, been laid to rest. No. She said, uh, make sure you don't put it on social media yeah. for at least 20 years. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably be gone and, yeah. and buried by then ourselves. But uh, she assured me that as soon as the coffin's oh. in the ground, as soon as she's in the mausoleum, give Brian, a bit of a look at the video, and that'll put a smile on his face. Yeah, well, that's what wishes, Brian. I'll always partake. Uh, the the reality is, uh, our lovely listeners are probably wondering why we're hanging around in um, Scotland. Well, look, we've got to play some golf. Uh, they've got a, a special wheelchair course up in uh, near Edinburgh, and uh, we're going to play a couple of rounds of golf. Yes. We've got a, a, a particular job that the uh, royal family has uh, instructed us that uh, has to be carried out. That's that's us um, placing the, the coffin of Lizzie on top of the coffin of Phil. Uh, this was the last request of, of Phil before he passed away. He says, when Lizzie goes, yeah. I want to get on top of me like she used to do in the old days. She used to love riding on top of me like a horsey. Yes. He's a stallion. He thinks he's a stallion, but he's only had a... Yeah, well, we've seen the size yeah. of his dick. Uh, I wouldn't call him a stallion. Yeah. Uh, I'd call him probably a uh, one of those one of those little uh, no. like a midget horse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dwarf horse. Dwarf. Horse. Uh, you know, it's yeah. got uh, it's got a penis, but it's uh, it's a micro penis, Brian. We're still in the we're still in the castle. We should be a bit more uh, not blasphemous about speaking ill of the yeah. dead. But anyway, since. Uh, since just a terrible occasion the other day, um, yeah. I'm sure everybody's trying to figure out what we're doing in this massive castle by ourselves. Well, where do we start, Brian? We had uh, quite a few prostitutes around uh, on Saturday night. Yes. Uh, we had a uh, toker party Sunday night. We were going to have a ladyboy party, but yeah. we heard that uh, Andrew was turning up and we thought, fuck that. We want to make sure he doesn't come in here. So yeah. we've got to have the. Uh, we're going to have another big breakfast one morning. Oh, uh, I think the the day before uh, we've got to move the coffin. Yes. Uh, we've drunk the place dry. Yep. We're going to get a delivery of booze. Yes. It's going to turn up on a Shetland pony. Uh, they do. That's what they do up here in Scotland. It's all madness. Yeah. Uh, they got they got these Shetland ponies dragging these drays around. Yeah. Have they heard the internal combustion engine up here? It's very quaint. No, that's uh, white man's magic. Right. They don't like anything yeah. that doesn't eat potatoes mm. up there in Scotland, obviously. Um, now, uh, the, 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 the thing that we do have to mention yeah. is that there are a number of skeletons in the uh, closet in Balmoral, mm. literally and figuratively. Yeah. Uh, we've cleared out the bones of many, many ministers that uh, Liz has mm. uh, dragged off and uh, mm. sequestered, as it were, in the castle. There's many, many uh, young children oh, yes. laying around the place mm. and various treasures, various artefacts that have been, uh, no, not stolen, they've been... Um, Acquired. They've been, no, stolen's pretty good. Lots of the stuff that's been stolen from uh, countries around the world. We must mm. uh, remember that the glorious uh, uh, United Kingdom has been responsible for the uplifting of many, many yes. people and nations around the world who have benefited from the glorious majesty that has been thrust upon them by the British Empire, Brian. 
That's right, Brian. I, I think the word you are thinking of, Brian, because uh, the word, this word was invented after the royals. Uh, the word's pilfering. Oh yes, yes. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't around. You know, back in the day of uh, like Queen Victoria. No, it was uh, not long after that. What we used to do, which was uh, going in a bit of shoplifting, but on a major scale. Yes. Uh, we used to just fit stuff into our pockets. Uh, they'd fit stuff into a big uh, a lorry. Yes. Over here, Brian, they call them lorries. So I do. In Australia, we call them trucks or. Uh, B doubles, or a yeah. uh, front end loader, yeah. or a zombie bus. Yeah. Uh, over here, they're lorries. Now yeah. I know a few lorries. I met a lorry uh, once when I was in Cambodia. Oh yeah. As you remember this story, Brian, it's got nothing to do with the royals, but that this lorry, he was um, a big black gentleman. Uh, he's huge. He, he must have weighed about four hundred kilos. Yeah. Uh, and I said, "Why is your name Laurie? Laurie?" And he said, well, I was born in a truck. Yeah. And I said, well, I was born in a manger. And he goes, oh, is your name Jesus? And I said, yeah, I'm fucking Jesus, Laurie. And I'm oh, a man. And he yeah. said, all right, let's have sex then. And I said, okay. I haven't had sex with a man called Laurie before. And there we did it, right in the back of a bus. Anyway, I was supposed to be driving the bus, wasn't I, Brian? You were, Brian. You know, we're going around Cambodia in this bloody bus. Yeah. And you know, it all came to a standstill, and there was bloody all these peasants watching me and him, and God, it was a sight to behold. Now, this is a story, Brian, that I told Lizzie about six yeah. months ago. Yeah. And gee, she went downhill after that. She just thought I was a clean skin. Yeah. I did everything right. Yeah. And she realised that I was insane. Yeah, she did. And I thought, uh, I'm not going to live the lie any longer. No. So anyway, I, I upset her. And you know I upset her a lot. I know. But it was kind of a good thing that we were all on the opium at that stage. Yeah. Because uh, she came round five days later and thought, what the hell have we just done for the last week or so? Yeah. Uh, and we just told her that she'd been having a lot of dreams. Yeah. Uh, she'd been smashing windows in a sleep yeah uh, she executed a couple of people in a sleep and uh, that seemed to uh, calm her down mm. and I, I think she uh, got over those uh, some of those stories mm. uh, relatively easily Brian mm. she did go downhill after that uh, I think the whole thing with Phil really sent her on a downward tra trajectory and I don't mean his death I mean her marrying him mm. I think it was all downhill from there after she married him yeah and it, it finally caught up uh, with her. Uh, Phil was great for uh, a bit of a distraction. Yeah. Uh, he was a bit of comic relief uh, for Lizzie. Uh, mm. But once he died, uh, she really didn't have much to laugh at after that. No. Uh, old uh, Phil was really good. Yeah. He'd fall down the steps. Uh, he'd choke on his cornflakes of a morning. Yeah. Uh, he'd use the wrong end of the teapot. Uh, he'd be forever spilling drinks on himself. And Liz just missed that sort of a comedic relief That's that right. Phil gave her. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd just like to touch on the pilfering, though. Uh, yes, Brian. We know that uh, one of their cousins, yeah. uh, sort of along the family tree somewhere, there are uh, mm. the German influence. That's uh, right. He loved a bit of pilfering there during the war. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was uh, known to knock off a few things, and he was uh, a bit big for his boots. Yeah. Uh, the royal family, the Windsors, they yeah. uh, really took a leaf 
out of that style of uh, yeah. manic behaviour. Mm. So that's why they needed big castles, is to keep all the stuff that they knocked off from around the world. Yeah. Uh, it had been going on for a long time. The British royal family just uh, known for stealing uh, indigenous remains, uh, non-indigenous remains, uh, treasures, uh, whole countries, yeah. uh, and that's uh, some of the stuff we've got to get rid of from Balmoral before we can put it on the market for her. Uh, she wants to flog it off and put the money into uh, orphanages. Yeah. She said she really wants to uh, see a lot of these orphanages burnt to the ground. Uh, so we're going to raise some money and uh, get rid of orphanages across the world for her. Yeah, exactly, Brian. Now, I, uh, I know that we're going to have a bit of a secret uh, let out to the listeners because that's that's what we do. We like letting secrets go. We like gossip. And uh, the thing that we've done in the last 24 hours is we've had a sit down with Charles. Now, he's got a lot to learn. And he, uh, he was told by his mum when he uh, takes over, before he's indoctrinated, before he's incarcerated or whenever he's got to get the crown put on his head, to talk to the Bryans. So he came up, didn't he, Brian? He did. Bought up a bottle of scotch and some oysters, and we sat down with him, didn't we, Brian? And we had a chat. Yeah, we did. Had a good old chinwag. We had a chinwag. And, uh, look, he was really good. We've convinced him that public executions have got to be coming back. And he was granting that. Yeah. He, he believes that anybody that um, is uh, gets in the way, um, Megan hangs around too long, she'll probably be the first. Anybody who uh, talks uh, down to them, like say like the Piers Morgan style thing, or Rupert Murdoch, put them in chains, walk them through the streets, throw tomatoes and rocks at them, and then put them in shackles and then chop their head off. Yeah. Now, now this coming back is tradition, Brian. I mean, we talked about traditions. Liz was great at traditions. She had a trooping of the colour. Now uh, Charles is going to having the uh, chopping of the head. Now, I think this is like a return to reality. This is a reset that um, the royals have got to have, the reason why they're actually there. Not to just sit there, pompous little chairs, but action. And we said to him, you've got to be an action king, Uh, like uh, Bruce Willis would be. If if Bruce Willis was the king, what he'd do, he'd be into uh, slaughter. And, and, you know, that people want to respect you because you, uh, you know, you're going to be the king, but they're not going to respect you as a person, no. uh, Charles. But if you start doing stuff, yeah. uh, you will be respected more than your mum, yeah. uh, more than your dad, and much, much more than your bloody idiot brother, Andrew. That's true. Very true. And he, he was great. He said, yeah, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I kept under my hat, but mummy um, said it's probably uh, one of those things that uh, you shouldn't talk about in public. Well, we're enforcing him that to say, that, yeah, this has got to come out. Uh, he's going to get his nice hat put on his head, and that's one of the things he's going to start off with. Uh, he's going to bring back dancing in the yeah. streets, and he's going to bring back dragster yes. racing on the streets. Yeah. He, he loves his cars. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we've found up here in Balmoral yeah. is a car spare parts room. Brilliant. And I know you were slobbering all over it, Brian. It's just yeah. Charles's old bedroom. Yes. It's been turning into spare parts. Yes. Now, this is the pilfering gone to another level. I, I mean, we love artifacts and we love, like, shiny things that you can put in your pockets. But they actually have, like, engines gearboxes yeah. they've stolen yeah. from the Nazis yes. through World War Two yeah. in pristine condition yeah. in a room. Yeah. I, I love that. I just love that, Brian. Brilliant. It is. He was a real collector of things. Yeah. Uh, 
people, uh, artifacts and objects, as you say, bright, shiny things uh, have always uh, distracted him. But uh, we discussed this with Liz uh, before she passed on, that Charles, uh, his popularity is a bit iffy. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people sitting on the fence. Yeah. Uh, some people burning down the fence. Uh, some people don't even have a fence No. when it comes to Prince Charlie. Mm. But we assured her that to bolster his uh, yeah. popularity... As it would make sure he gives back some of these things to uh, the, the the people that they were stolen from. That's right. Uh, this way will garner him yeah. some respect from those Commonwealth countries that yeah. have suffered under their brutal regime. He's going to give a lot of stuff back to them, yes. uh, throw a bit of money their way, so he gets them back in yeah. the fold, as it were. And, and people think, well, Charlie, he really is a, a new yeah. breath of fresh air That's right. for the monarchy get everyone on board, uh, and then he can do it all over again with more power, more lust, yeah. more ferocity uh, once he's uh, lulled everyone into a false yeah. sense of security. Yeah. The Tower of London used to have a lot of atrocities going on. It's fallen into disrepair of late. Yes, yes. And nothing much goes on in there. No. Uh, a few games of backgammon. Yeah. Uh, they have a few tea parties in there where there's a lot of nudity and arm wrestling, uh, thanks to Princess Diana. Yeah. She loved getting down in the Tower of London, a bit yep. of nude arm wrestling mm. down there and playing coits with, um, well, we won't go into that too much, mm. but uh, yeah, yep. execution style. They're going to bring that back. Fantastic. Uh, you know, this is the way of the world now. You know, people uh, need to be entertained. Um, royals just sit there or they open things or they turn up somewhere and point and look and you know, smile. But the real new world wants action. They don't. Uh, they, they don't want talk. talk talks, talks cheap, as they say, in, uh, in the 20, 20th century. Oh, yes. you, you idiots have been sitting around for the last bloody 70 years watching Mummy, and now the bloody boys are taking over. Yeah. Well, not all the boys. So Andrew's not having a say in any of this because no. he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, Edward might have a chance, but he's gay. Uh, but his wife's pretty good, so we'll figure it out. Something will happen. I don't know what it'll be. The corgis will be involved. Oh, they will. Now, the, 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 thing, the thing about it all, Brian, is, is that um, this is what the Queen wanted. Uh, she spoke to us about this yes. many times. She was in a rut, uh, and she said, the only way I can get out of this is to cark it, and a whole new world will open up. Yep. And I take my hat off to her, Brian. Absolutely. She's just been an inspiration to us, sexually, physically, mentally, and um, I, I, I'm going to miss her, uh, big time. I'm going to miss her terribly, Brian. Mm. Uh, those romantic nights, uh, just the three of us together on the chaise lounge, eating roasted marshmallows dipped in vodka. It's, it's, it's just an era that has gone. Uh, she'll never be replaced. No. But, uh, I'm glad we have those memories, Brian. And we've got some of the video to uh, to look back at. We had Brian. So, Brian, I think we better go. I can hear these butlers calling. Yep. Got to go get prepared for that golf game. And uh, we might have a yep. couple of beers before we do that. What do you reckon? I think so. I think we'll have another couple of toasts in her honour. Yes. And we might even end up with uh, a trial of a public execution. Uh, practice makes perfect, Brian. It does indeed, Brian. See you after lunch. Head and dead, Brian. Head and dead, Brian. Ready. Aim. Wait for it. Bah!